Hello and welcome back to Bye Bye Big 12, the series where we are saying, oh, are you okay there? I just smashed my mic with my hand. I am so <laughs> sorry for everyone listening to that. That was just horrible. And I'm like, oh man, oh, that's miserable. Let's just carry on. Well, the mic smasher, that's Jameson Maxwell. I'm also here, Bobby Howard, and we are going to take a trip down memory lane to reflect on the OU Kansas series. Um, and Jameson, let's just be frank. Uh, not a lot to talk here with football, but the Jayhawks are more than just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But the thing is, like, we're thinking, like, hey, this is probably going to be a pretty quick podcast talking about Kansas and our memories of Kansas. There's a lot of memories with Kansas. It doesn't have to be, like, a good, close game. You know, like, obviously everyone's going to think of, like, the Baker Mayfield handshake and, you know, the nut grab and the kind of stuff like that. And then, obviously, basketball. And then the Caleb Williams game. There's, like, a lot of fun things we can talk about. Yeah, and, I mean, they have, they've had a lot of moments where they're there. Like, they've been – present for some really really big games big moments uh you didn't even mention p ryan for for that matter no. which is insane yeah mm-hmm. and we'll we'll get into all of those good memories uh for sure um but yeah jameson when you think of kansas just as a whole what do you think of i think of basketball obviously so whenever we're like oh let's recap you know ou and kansas's memories together like i know that like you know what we're doing is most primarily based on football but i went straight into basketball i thought of Obviously, that first game, or not the first game, the, the game versus Perry Ellis in Kansas when it was number one, number two, uh, 2016 triple overtime game. It was one of the best basketball games I've watched. And even though OU lost in the end, like it was back and forth, you know, big shot after big shot, and then Kansas missing every single buzzer beater for the win until, you know, they got it in triple overtime. But that Kadeem Latin free throw miss. Cool. And, you know, the Devontae Graham steals and the back-to-back, like, turnovers by Buddy Heald and triple overtime. Like, that's the game that, like, flooded right into my memory. I mean, absolutely. Um, that, that I think, if you had to pick a moment, that's the that's the one that, where, where OU and Kansas were at their peak. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's moments, you know, you and I, grow, we grew up massive uh, Big 12 basketball fans, fans of OU, and, you know, we saw the, you know, Kevin Bookouts and, you know, those like the, uh, the Kelvin Sampson type of battles in those early 2000s, you know, um, back when it was kind of a little bit even. But that 2016 game was special. Um, in fact, it, it it is so special because I feel like Buddy, weirdly enough, is also a Kansas legend in a weird way because of mm-hmm. his performance there. You know, they reflect a lot of positivity about that moment and you know they gave him a standing ovation so like i i feel like the two universities are absolutely tied in that moment um obviously we're mainly focusing on the big 12 here but um 1988 uh, there's mm-hmm. a certain there's a certain age of ou fan here who does not like who just hates kansas um mm-hmm. all around because of what they did in 88 where danny manning and the miracles beat the sooners and they're e- easily their best basketball Mm-mm. All right, I thought it was me 
but looks like Bobby has lost power. So I'm going to keep on talking because it's weird because we had to delay our podcast 30 minutes or so because I lost power earlier today. Didn't have Wi-Fi, but here you go. Bobby just texted me and he lost. So he said it's not even storming. Um, so yeah, completely agree. Basketball is what we really think of. And it's kind of weird that we're a football podcast. So I can kind of talk about a little bit of my memories with Kansas in terms of the football side of things. Obviously I'll give a little talking head. And if you're a uh, fan of this podcast, you'll know I have these weird obsessions with a random player or team every once in a while. And I just kind of hook onto them and just ride with them no matter what. And usually they're not the most successful player or team, but it makes it a little bit more fun like that. And it looks like we're Bob- Bobby's getting back into this. I think uh, Bobby, can you hear me? Okay, can you hear me? And is my quality decent? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yes, it actually is. So I was just talking about how the other first thing that I think about whenever I'm with Kansas is it's just one of these other kind of things I hop on with and I kind of run with, and that's the Jason Bean story. I love Jason Bean and everything he did at Kansas. And honestly, it's not as much about his play it was more so just about his name and i just thought it was funny that it was a quarterback named bean running around in the backfield i think i lost bobby again but it's okay because i can talk about jason bean all day it was so fun honestly i thought it was so fun to cheer for a guy like that and um came in and gave ou a tough tough game uh you know and we would be remiss if we didn't talk about oklahoma and kansas in the caleb williams game 2021 that game was just something else. Uh, the uh, smartest football play I've probably ever seen in my life. I, I can't think of anything higher football IQ than Caleb Williams taking the ball on fourth down whenever it was going to get caught short and him running it for a first down. That is thinking chess, not checkers. Not a lot of people would really think that's the way to go. I mean, that's a type of person probably that is got an extreme alpha personality. He knows I can need to go and fix it if is it, something isn't working. And it shows like how special of a player Caleb Williams is. I understand, um, you know, a lot of OU fans are really kind of upset, you know, Caleb Williams leaving and it kind of loses a lot of his like tarnishes his history. Um, but it was an extremely special season. He's an extremely special quarterback. And once he gets to the NFL, he's going to get paid and he's going to be really, really good quarterback. Um, that play right there, I was saying, Bobby, is one of the smart. It's the smartest play I've ever seen in football history. Just watching it. Oh, my God. Hands down. Um, the the creativity mid mid play to go in and grab the ball. I've never seen anything like it. I didn't. I, the fact that nobody really knew if you could do it. It was totally legal, of course. Um, I mean, just unreal. Um, that I, that I think was that's probably the most special moment he's had. You know, he's had, and he had some really big ones, obviously against Texas. But there's something about just the innovative, like no one would think to do that type of um, type of miss. That is just really remarkable. Mm-hmm. especially whenever you're about to get like another person's about to get tackled. It is so easy just to stand like to the side and watch it happen. Cause as offensive players, that's really what you do. You know, offensive linemen sometimes will push you across. And obviously that's been like 
uh, kind of a big thing in football recently, but no one just goes and yanks it out of something. It's like almost hitting the lateral whenever you're playing like Madden or NCAA. And it's like, that is just such a unique style. And that game right there, obviously so many weird things happening in that game, Bobby, like so many weird stories, but just the way that play changed my mindset and my memories of it. I have like a positive memory of that game because of what Caleb Williams was able to do and get us out of that rut. But that game was so ugly and so many funny things happened beforehand. Yeah. I mean, look, and I gotta say, I have it as my worst, uh, like one of my worst moments against Kansas. If you just kind of go by, you mm-hmm. know, we, we always think, talk about good memories, bad memories. Uh, this series, like OU was not undefeated against Kansas. We had two losses in the nineties, but you know, um, we didn't exist yet. So we don't really have bad memories against, you know, at a time where uh, we weren't exactly around. So um, for me, that, that was as low as it gets, because even though the, the Williams comeback was remarkable, they, they got shut out in the first half. That was, there, there are not words for how bad that is. Um, And I think that was like the first, like there were moments where, we looked at things like, you know, okay, maybe Lincoln Riley, maybe some things are slipping. I don't really know what's going on. That was the moment that I think there was a pivot to anger. And like, you can go back and listen mm. to our pod on that. Like that, like I had a pretty bad, I, I, I remember the rant about it. It was, I was furious because the, the lack of effort to come out against Kansas and you know, just lay an egg was um, really troubling. Yeah, that that's for sure. And the thing is, like ten to zero at halftime. But that the whole talk about power outages, Bobby, legitimately like Kansas's power outage with their their scoreboard, and then opening the gates in the second quarter, like waving all tickets, like you know, everyone can come. Like it was just nuts. So if you had to put it down as a football game in that moment, that first half was just a miserable feeling. Even into that fourth quarter, a miserable feeling. But it's crazy how strong you know, recency biases. Like, I remember how it ended, you know, a lot more clear than how it began. And it's kind of a thing maybe that OU fans do because we are so used to starting strong and then we just fizzle out and it's just absolutely embarrassing. And we always remember that fourth quarter, that second half, that Lincoln Riley trademark second half where just he just fizzles out and somehow can't put his foot on the gas. So maybe that's why I'm having like a, like, a, oh, that was a cool memory from that. But if you had to put it down, the worst memory of Kansas football, Oklahoma, by far was that first half. It was comical and just absolutely just brutal. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was not good. It was very bad. Um, uh, and I don't start with pessimism, but you know, nine, you know, 2018, um, you know, you allow 40 points to a three and nine Kansas team. That's obviously pretty bad. Uh, Puka Williams just completely destroying us. 252 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, that Kyler team. Um, that was, that was, I think that was the moment that we knew the defense wasn't good. That was the moment we were like, oh, this is, this is really, really bad. Like it's a different. Yeah. Moment. How long does Mike Stoops have left? Cause we had been calling Stoops for his already gone. For a while. Well, he was already gone by then. Like he was gone yes. before that game. Oh yeah. man, I couldn't remember if that was that was before or after because I knew he got fired in the middle of the season in 2018. 
Oh yeah, my god! It was in like um, November. Was Ruffin, Ruffin McNeil Ruffin. was our was our defensive coordinator then. Yeah, that was it. Was really not good. Uh, I think it was the Lincoln really, Riley really defensive tree just was just doomed from the beginning. Lincoln Riley and all of his defensive coordinators, no matter what, was just going to be bad. Yes, <laughs> uh, that the Puka just Puka just Williams just destroyed us. That that was such a odd odd game. Like. How many yards did he have? Like he had like well over two hundred yards. Two hundred fifty-two. Right? Two hundred fifty-two. Yeah. I have in my notes. That's just he. He just and I'm pretty sure he had a big kickoff return too, and so like he just gashed us. So yes, and I guess in typical OU fashion, we're talking like pessimism from the beginning, but we can ground out with a nice happy bow of Kansas. You know, we can talk about obviously really fun games. And I kind of talked about it already at the beginning of, uh, of this episode. 2017 was probably on my list of like my funnest game because the whole Baker Mayfield nut grab handshake, and then we went out and beat him 41 to three. Like that's just like perfect. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was uh, an incredible moment, and I was at that. I was at that one. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll tell the full details on the pod, but, uh, yeah, it didn't when I, from what I remember about it, it was incredible. Um, it, it was, uh, the last, weren't you on the field I, for that game? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I had a buddy who knew the person who was so Kansas. I, I don't know. If they still have this. They had a, a club at the time where you could get on the field. It's like this field club with like free beer free food and all this stuff. And he knew the person who was handing out wristbands. So we just like walked up and she, you know, hooked us up with some wristbands. So we just kind of vibed out on the field club uh, the whole time. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was an incredible game. You know, we didn't, we didn't see the handshake thing. We kind of heard about it as the day went Mm -hmm. on. And obviously we didn't see the uh, uh, nut crab, but um, no, it was, it was, it was a fun game. Uh, Okay, you that, that hospitality was was unique, very fun. Uh, got a picture with the Jayhawk, uh, so that was <laughs> that was fun. Uh, and then you know things got a little things got a little fuzzy after that. I I blame I blame the uh, I think it's called Free State beer. Yeah, the free Free State beer was uh, not great, but it was a cool moment for me. It was the last uh, I, I completed the full Big Twelve road trip uh, run that year, so that was fun. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah it was not great not 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 my <laughs> finest moment as a uh, college uh, uh student you know not my finest yes okay moment. bobby's memories aside or what little memories he has um that game i think is you know my favorite kansas oklahoma memory and you know baker was also getting into it with the fans too it wasn't just like an o- oklahoma versus kansas he was getting into it with kansas fans it's one of those things oh, yeah. that yeah. baker mayfield is the type of player that most everyone in college football hated, but you love him because he's yours. And we can talk from a basketball perspective, you know, for the Warriors, not now, but like maybe five or six years ago, it's kind of like a Draymond Green thing. Everyone hated him in the uh, NBA, but Warriors fans adored him because having a guy with that kind of chip on his shoulder who trash talks and gets down underneath, you know, people's skin, it's such a valuable thing to have. Um, and it really gets you the upper leg, I think, in such a competitive sport like football. Yeah. And that first half was pretty close from how I remember it. And, you know, things just kind of escalated. And that kind of energy, you know. Was it, though? It ha- 
I, I seem to remember the first half being close or it, or at least the first quarter kind of being a little, like a little too close. Maybe for, I think I had a, I actually no, I remember why I Let's feel like it was close. It was cause I, I had a, I had a bet on the spread and it was a pretty big spread. <laughs> so seven to zero was, at the end of the first quarter. So I think that was just a disappointment from OU only scoring one touchdown ended the first half up 21 to three ended the game 41 to three. So a good defensive yeah. effort from them, but yeah. obviously the offense from in terms of the standards of the 2017 season should have been a lot higher. And I mean, Kansas, I mean, looking at, looking at, I mean, you know, their running back was um, at the time of that game. Who was it? Khalil Herbert, like a big, oh. like he's, you know, like this is a really good starting ish running back in the NFL now. So, I mean, like, wow. You know, obviously their quarterback. I I don't even remember this guy Carter Stanley. <laughs> what? Do you remember that name at all? No, Carter Stanley sounds like the name of multiple like hardware divisions. You know, like if <laughs> you know, like a merger has happened between hammer companies. Yeah, I don't I, I don't have any memory of Carter Stanley as the quarterback of Kansas, How but it's you? okay. That's. That's fine. Um, we we can we can move on from that game. Like other fun ones, and another thing we referenced at the beginning of the sh- um, show, obviously that Smash AP Ryan game, him in the rain breaking the NCAA rushing record that I think was held by like what Melvin Gordon before. Um, yes. So yeah, he beat it like um, he beat it like uh, I think like a week later. Like Gordon mm-hmm. said it, and then P Ryan beat it like like the next week. Yeah, that was such a fun game and then we cut we we did it during our trivia episode it was one of those gimme uh questions like what was the weather like during the game it was rainy and sometimes you think like you know is rain gonna really help a running back and you see all these people like and obviously on the schooner pod we do it all the time we try to analyze whether um is rain really an environment for a running back to kind of you know dominate and for a guy like samaj p ryan yes because he is straight line and he is power. He does not require too many cuts to get where he needs to go. And with a good offensive line, he need, he he can get a lot of yards. Uh, so yes, totally makes sense for him. Yeah, not only that, I think having Cody Thomas as your quarterback helped. You know, <laughs> not really. <laughs> so he he was getting a lot of touches. He was getting a lot of touches uh, during that late run when that uh, Trevor Knight was hurt. Um, <laughs> Wolf, <laughs> that was not fun. Not fun. I saw him. Pl- I actually saw him, uh, Cody Thomas, the other day. Uh, he was playing baseball for the Las Vegas Aviators. So nice. Really? That was a weird cameo. Was yeah, he playing he, the I, Dodgers? Yeah, he was playing the OKC Dodgers. So yeah, he just. I was just like, oh my gosh, it's Cody Thomas. So oh, he's cool. still he's still kicking it in the uh, in the minors, but doing doing good. That's that's still pretty cool. All right, you got Lord anything else for guy. Kansas? Yes, right. Anything else for Kansas? Right, right. So uh, if we want to go back a little bit further, it's kind of forgotten because they fell off a cliff. Uh, But 2008, the uh, Sooners took out uh, number 16 Mm -hmm. Kansas at home. Uh, That was, yeah, I mean, that was prime KE right there. Um, You know, or a year after their prime, you know, that crazy, crazy year. Um, I'm blanking so bad on the quarterback name. Uh, uh, Reese Graham, Re- Reese, Reese. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Tommy Reese. Uh, yeah. So t- yeah, it was a t- Tommy Reese came to own field with Mark Mangino, uh, who OE Reesing. product Reesing. Todd Reesing. Todd Reesing. My God. Todd- <laughs> I think there's Listen, another. Tommy Reese is a Notre Dame guy. 
Yes, Tommy Reese is the Notre Dame guy that is now the COC in hired. Yeah, Bama by Bama. I was trying to remember exactly who it was. Yes, Bama. So Todd Reese. I think we made the same mistake on the weekend spread calling Todd Reese and Tommy Reese and Tommy Reese, Todd Reese. So yes, Todd Reese. That's tough. Yeah, Tommy Reese. Man, that's the all four KU football fans are going to kill us for that uh yeah but no, other, i mean that was like that was like the akib to leave season like that was like their right. premier play, player right yeah it was a year like right after they weren't very good but it's like right after they won the orange bowl the year before um so came to norman lost uh ran into a bus after that again uh they played texas as well so pretty tough uh man gino uh that's a bob soups product so pretty cool stuff mm-hmm. um I yeah leave that was his last year too uh, before he got, he got the axe for <laughs> screaming at, chi- uh, at at kids, which is not good. Um, got to give a nod to uh, I, I guess got to give a nod to uh, 2022 last year. Uh, beat a ranked Kansas team when OU was unranked. Um, look, was it sad that we had to have a highlight of beating Kansas? Was, was is it sad that that was one of our few ranked wins? Yes. Mm-hmm. Was it great? Yes. Uh, so I'll, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. 2022 Kansas is a fun team, you know? Yeah. So like we can't, we can't damn them too much. So that obviously there was a lot of optimism amongst that team, uh, in the whole college football world. So, you know, it's weird to say. Of course. And I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the two greatest moments of, uh, Kansas, uh, football. Um, <laughs> It, from an OU perspective, uh, actually didn't involve OU at all, but rather uh, Kansas beating Texas in 2016 and Kansas beating Texas in 2021. Wow. Uh, both great times. Uh, 16 was funny. 21 was even funnier and made better by it happened <laughs> the day we we, lo- we were undefeated, lost to Baylor, drove all the way home. I was I, It was a bad time and I got home, mm-hmm. turned on the TV <laughs> and watched the Jayhawks squeak it out. <laughs> So that was that was at least a little bit of Schadenfreude to uh, numb the wounds. Yes, no, that was great. I remember watching um, that. What was it? The twenty twenty one one was that? What, what was the one after? Was was in Texas weekend, right? OU Texas weekend. So well, twenty. Uh, well, it wouldn't have been OU Texas weekend because you know KU. Was there was one. Texas. There, there was one. Okay, no, I, I think I'm just misremembering it. I was watching it in a hotel, so I might have been gone somewhere. I don't remember where I was. Um, moral of the story is, yes, just absolutely wonderful game and just changed my mood. I loved it. Yeah, it was, yeah, both both times. Uh, 16, we were doing a little bit better, but uh, 20, 21 was, was sad boy hours for us, for sure, mm-hmm. after that, that Baylor stuff, so. Yeah. Um, Kansas yeah, brought that's... a lot of fun memories to us and you know things like and there was a lot of weird memories too like hiring less miles like that was weird i that was super weird we don't have to go too much into that but like that was a super weird hire you know a lot of their you know yeah charlie weiss as well you know (laughs) like it's just they just have an odd history and you know like bobby we kind of go at these episodes in a kind of a nostalgic way and we always kind of end them, unless you have anything else to say, because I, I don't think we have too much else to say about Kansas. Uh, yeah, no, not really much else to say at all. Uh, 
it, it is a real historic rival though, or rival in the sense that you know, we played a long, 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 long time. Uh, weirdly enough, it's, I will say, if you look at this overall series record, not, not actually that lopsided compared to some of these other ones. It's like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, KU has like uh, 27 wins on us. That's, that's way better than Iowa state. So that's actually impressive. Um, but the thing is, like, we always kind of, like, put a bow on this at the end with all of these episodes. And they're like, will we miss Kansas? And to be honest with you, I will. I'll miss Kansas. And I don't throw away that miss word like Bobby does. Bobby wants to throw miss. He'll miss everyone. Even if he thinks he won't, he's going to convince himself at the end of each podcast episode. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, the basketball angle of it, you know, OU versus Kansas basketball games are, like, you know, it's if I'm not paying attention as much to Oklahoma basketball as I should, I look at that Kansas game on the calendar and it kind of pumps me back up for, for, um, for conference play and for Oklahoma basketball, no matter how we're doing, it just kind of gets me in the mood. And then for, you know, for football, you know, obviously we have all these fun memories with them, but at the same time, it's always so nice to have that type of team on your schedule because we know that we usually have those games in the bag from the way Kansas has been playing um so having a kind of opponent like that on your schedule is like something that we really won't be getting in the future unless vanderbilt continues to be like this and we can get vanderbilt every year or so every two years yeah i mean it's a difficult question because there there are some things i'm not going to miss i'm not going to miss OU having to go into allen field house and deal with the allen field with the big 12 allen field house refs that's not going to be but isn't that kind of fun though like like the environment there like it is kind of fun and we're never, we're not going to, I mean, barring OU going in Allen this year and somehow winning in basketball, uh, we're pro- we're not going to get to see our Sooners do it. They, the last time they've beaten Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse was I believe 92. So we, we're not going to get that cool moment, which really does suck. And I w- I'll say this too. I love Kansas's campus. I absolutely adore mm, Lawrence. Agreed. That is a really cool place. Love the Hills, love the history. Uh, they're, <laughs> it sounds bad but like they're the kind of college bar scene they've got going on with the wheel like it doesn't it doesn't feel like some of these other places i've been where it doesn't feel like a proper college atmosphere it is as college as it gets um i mean literally just walk into the wheel and you can see like they still have old big eight picture like paintings up and stuff it feels like a big eight relic and when we talk about how like there there are some teams we're not going to miss in the Big Twelve because there weren't, wasn't really history there. There's history there with Kansas, and mm-hmm. that is going to be something I'm going to miss. Uh, it's going to be a bummer not having them around. And I mean, my perspective on Kansas as a whole would be different if they were good at football. Um, in terms of how much I'll miss them, but I'll put it this way: Yeah, I'm going to miss them, and that's why I'm going to Kansas this year. Going to avenge 2017 uh, for myself, and. Uh, <laughs> come out come out on top this time um and look I, I need to make that trip not because i think kansas is some sort of powerhouse but i want to uh, i want to experience that again because i i mean lord knows when we'll get uh, another chance to have a have a you kansas game in Lawrence for anything so mm-hmm. um yeah i'll miss them i'll miss them uh so it's like kind of a little bit i'm not going to shed a tear over ku but um Mm-mm. i definitely don't yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna relish this last this last time out for sure. And long leg Jayhawk, I will miss dearly. 
Well, we can say hey, we can still pick KU. We can still put the little long legged boy, you know, on on the icons mm-hmm. whenever we want to make a Kansas pick. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Bobby, I I don't have anything else to say about Kansas. Uh, anything else before we move on? For all listeners, if you want to tune in, we're going to be talking Baylor. Bye bye Big Twelve live as well on a different stream. So keep your eyes open for that in the next couple minutes. We actually might withhold that one. <laughs> just oh just so well, you do. yeah, just, just because just you're right. Just sit on and talk to the talking head. You're right. You're right. You're yeah, 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 yeah. I got, I got, I got to fix the talking head thing. I, I think it'll be <laughs> be an easy fix. Um, but I will say, yeah, no. With um, I will say, uh, most annoying Kansas basketball player. Uh, who, who, who are a couple names that? Perry Ellis. Perry Ellis. It's it's just that obvious obvious one. Perry Ellis because he was yeah. there for like twenty years, and it seems like he always had OU's number. Um, yeah. I guess Frank Mason was a guy that Devonte Graham got us a lot. I'm obviously talking, yeah. you know, somewhat basketball. recent ones. Um, yeah. Are were you talking only basketball, or do you want me? Football? Oh yeah, no, I was talking. About, I was talking basketball. Kirk Heinrich. Oh, I was about uh, to say. I was like, what do you want me to do here? Yeah, no, those those KU teams back in the day, you know, they, we, we had some battles. Uh, and also, KU kind of screwed us over in 2002 uh, in the in the Final Four. We played first, so all the KU fans showed up and rooted against us. So, good, <laughs> thanks, 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 guys. Uh, but, no, it's, it's I'm going to miss them. I'm going to miss them. So, I think that's all we got for uh, the Jayhawks, though. Agreed. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for watching. Even if you're watching, uh, sorry for the talking head and the technical issues earlier. Yeah, we talked about the 1988 title game. Danny, Danny Manning. Screw that guy. That that guy that OU's basketball program looks so different. If that championship run doesn't happen, if OU wins one. Ugh. But no, like, the, so, thank you for watching despite the technical different difficulties. Um, and we'll have it. We'll have our, our our stuff together for Baylor. We just it, my my Wi-Fi, of course, being the issue. Uh, what a mess! But um, yeah. So if you enjoyed this, if you're a Big Twelve fan, uh, prom, uh, we 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 talk uh, uh, all Big Twelve throughout the season on the weekend spread. So if you like this, give us a sub, uh, subscription. Uh, you're not going to just see OU football content all the time. So there will be some uh, stuff for y'all. So um, yeah, yeah. Anyways. So, Jameson, I'm, I'm sure you're good, right? No, no more final thoughts? Of course. All right. So, for me, the talking head, and Jameson, this has been the Scooter Pod. Bye-bye, Big 12. Thank you so much for watching listening. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, and Boomer Sooner, everyone.